Hello, I'm your host, Kaylin Keeper, and you are listening to Castle in the Air podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this episode. Um, I think it gives the most insight into my day-to-day life, um, far more than the other episodes, and I think it's, it's a good episode to get to know me, and also I'm dropping a lot of valuable tools that I have implemented in my life and why. And so I'm really excited to share this. There are things that um, make up really big parts of my day-to-day life, and that is because this episode is about routine, specifically my routine. Um, And so the reason that I decided to base this episode around routine specifically is one, routine is a huge part of my life, but then two, Um, whenever I sent out my little Instagram question bubble at the beginning of all of this, people wanted to hear about different things like, how do I resist temptation in college? How do I make myself go to bed on time? How do I manage my time well? Um, and to me, all of those things that people wanted to hear about are a result of discipline and routine. Um, and routine, a good routine can only exist with discipline, so... I was looking at all these answers and I was like, all of these things happen because of the routine that I have in place. And the reason I value routine so much is because I I created a routine of things that are really important to me and things that I know will benefit me in some way. And so I call those like my non-negotiables and basically things that if if it's part of my daily routine, it's going to get done every single day non-negotiably. Um, and then obviously, like, I have time for everything else. So I get my must-dos done first or at the appropriate time, and I do that diligently, and that way I have plenty of time for my get-to-dos. Um, I, I like to think of routine as a series of habits because I think that every routine starts as having to build habits because, like, you don't just craft a routine and then stick to it overnight. You have to make these things part of your habits, and and then after we do that, then it takes a couple weeks, a couple months, but then it becomes routine, and we get into this nice flow, and it feels good, and it feels right. So, routine, ooh, um, it's overall, it's been a really, really good tool, and I'm at a place right now where it is a really, really good tool that provides me structure in my life, and I I fit in all the things that I really want to fit in, so I have time for um, the fun things in life. Not that routine is not fun, but you know what I mean. Um, But routine has definitely changed my life. I think if I um, had more room, the title of this episode would be How Routine Has Changed My Life, and then in parentheses for the good and the bad, for the worse and the better. Um, Overall, like I said, the positive outweighs the negative way more, and I don't see any negatives right now, but I have in the past, and I'll talk about that a little bit. So, um, I am later going to get to, like, obviously the things that I have implemented in my routine, but for a little bit of background, a little bit of context, sometime in high school, which in hindsight, high school is all just kind of a blur now, but middle of high school, I went on some, like, TED Talk slash Andrew Huberman kick, 
and I learned all these different things, probably way too much information on like how our brains and our bodies work and function the best. And like, I remember learning this information and clinging to it so vividly. And now, unfortunately, it's going to stick to me for the rest of my life. And like, I can't unknow what I know now. And so that's why my routine, I'm like, these things are very important to me because I know how beneficial they are. Um, but I'm a big proponent of like making decisions that will benefit your future self rather than your present self type of, um, like denying instant gratification. That's really important to me. And obviously like I'm not perfect because we all sometimes fall into the trap of instant gratification, but it's a big focus for me to try to do that as little as possible and make decisions that are going to benefit myself in the long run. And I think a lot of the stuff that I have in my routine is in my routine because it's going to be beneficial for years and years and years to come as opposed to just that day. Um, Okay, so like I said, I went on this like odd research rabbit hole kick for a while and I learned all these things um, and I started to really craft a consistent routine that was important to me and um, I, I loved it so much because one of the biggest things is it builds self-trust and it's like when you can consistently just do little things or big things that make your body feel good and then you start doing that and doing it and doing it over and over again it's communicating to yourself that you are going to do things that are good for you and that is telling your mind like you can trust yourself to take care of yourself which is a really really good feeling and so um i would say like sometime in high school is when i like really got serious about like having a good routine um, but I think my personality has always kind of been routine-ish since I was a baby. I've always just been very, like, organized and structured. Um, but high school, I started, you know, making lists, making to-do lists, that type of thing. And all was good and fun. And then at some point, I kind of realized that... Hmm, how do I want to put this? I don't want to say it was holding me captive because that just sounds so bad, but I realized that I was struggling with like what happens when I don't stick to my routine and I was I think I was just being a little bit hard on myself and like forcing things to get done when sometimes it just isn't gonna get done and it always doesn't have to get done and that's okay. Um, so I think there was a period of time when I was putting too much emphasis on routine and I think obviously too much of anything is never good and it's all about balance. And so now I would say I'm at a really good point um, as far as balance in my routine goes and knowing that there's days when I'm not going to get everything done and that's okay and it happens. But as long as you're able to remain somewhat consistent and then have those off days, life is golden. So now I'm at a really nice balance in a really good place with routine and I'm feeling good about knowing that I have control of things that I can do every single day that are good for me. It's a calming feeling and then um, it's also it's really comforting to know that a lot of things I have in my routine have been scientifically proven to benefit like either the, the brain or the body um, 
in some way or another. And that's those things that I learned when I was on my little research kick. So when I do these things, it's cool to like check off that box and know that I did something that biologically is going to benefit me in some way. And so that's, that's a good feeling. And like I mentioned in the last video, I'm a big origins person. And so like, I like to know the why behind things. And now I know the why behind my routine. And that is really important to me. So without further ado, I am going to introduce, I think, six things that I have in my routine very consistently, um, why I think they're beneficial, why I like them, all that jazz. Number one, I think you can guess it if you know me, it's sleep. <laughs> I am a huge, huge proponent on sleep. And this is, I remember watching so many TED Talks about the benefits of sleep. But now I'm very educated about it and I know why it's so good for us. So, um, obviously, we need sleep every day. We need a good amount of sleep, especially us youngins, teenagers, young adults. Um, we need a lot of sleep. And I think I've never had like an awful sleep schedule, but I guess you could argue that mine right now is awful, depending on who you are. But I think it's great. My sleep schedule right now, I go to bed on average between, like, around 9.30, maybe 10. Um, and I wake up between 5.30 and 7.30, just depending on the day. That's a broad range. But here are some of the things on a small scale that I learned about sleep and why it's so beneficial. And I think a lot of people are aware of this and like we all know that we need sleep but here is why so our bodies operate on a circadian clock and basically what that means is each of our cells is programmed with a little clock called a circadian rhythm or circadian clock and this is the clock that our body runs on so basically how it works is according to our circadian clock we naturally get sleepy around like 10 maybe 11 um, and so that is like our natural healthy bedtime and then like from 3 to 6 or 7 a.m. is like when our energy is at our lowest but ideally that's kind of when we're still sleeping or like maybe just waking up then but those are not our most productive hours so ideally we're sleeping around then anyways. There's also a lot more than just sleep that's tied into our circadian clocks in our bodies. Um, things like energy levels throughout the day, right, hunger, productivity, and temperature are all like silent factors in our bodies that play a much larger role than I think we're aware of a lot of time, but sleep is a really, really big one. And every single cell in our bodies has one of these little clocks, which I think is just so like cool and fascinating that my, my body has these little invisible clocks that keep me regulating. And so according to our circadian clocks, um, scientists say that they we operate best when we get um, a good night's rest according to this clock about 80% of the time. And so it's like, it's unrealistic that every single night you're gonna like get eight hours of sleep or however many, but they say aim for 80% of the time. And then the other 20% of the time, I hope you're having some, some fun and not getting eight hours of sleep. But the thing is, when we are not getting enough sleep, I would say minimum six hours. I aim for eight. Um, we are genuinely lowering our body's ability to do anything well. 
And so obviously we can still function on like five hours of sleep, but long-term especially, if we're sleeping for five hours a night versus eight, we are able to function so much better on eight hours of sleep. And I think a lot of time we kind of like downplay that fact um, because people like to stay up late and I don't know, do whatever you do at night. But sleep is so crucial, short and long-term metabolism, um, definitely the immune system. It's crucial for just like overall mood and like stress and health, things like that. Our body benefits so, so much from sleep. It's so much more beneficial than we think. And genuinely, not sleeping enough is just cheating our bodies of its highest potential to function. And so, like, after I learned all that and, like, the science behind that and knowing why, I'm like, okay, it doesn't seem worth it to me to not get a good night's rest if I can. So, um, sleep schedule is a huge part of my routine. Um, it genuinely makes me just feel better throughout the day. I rarely take naps. I'd say I take naps maybe not even once a month because I feel so rested from my night's sleep and then I have a full day of energy, which is really nice. And I like that. It works a lot better for me. Um, so that is number one, very important to me. Number two is also very important to me. These all are, but number two I love it. Number two is having a morning routine. And I think this is so important to me because I found that often the morning and what you do in the morning will make or break your day. And my big number one morning habit is I try not to use my phone. I have not always been this way normally. Like I would say in middle school and high school, I would sleep with my phone like near my bed that way. When my alarm goes off, I just like reach over and turn it off. And then I started learning about the all sorts of stuff that has to do with our phones, um, which I'll explain a little bit. But now I sleep with my phone somewhere where when my alarm goes off, I have to get up out of bed to turn it off. And then I turn it off. And on a good morning, I won't even turn it over to check the screen. That's ideal every day. And so... The reason that I do that is, one, I don't like how I feel when my focus is on other people first thing in the morning. So sometimes I'll turn my phone over and like scroll through, see if I got any like important texts that I need to respond to or emails or whatever. But very rarely will I like check social media first thing in the morning. I normally give myself 30 minutes to an hour before checking social media. And the reason is because I think we're all aware social media releases dopamine into our bodies, which is basically a feel good chemical. And so we check social media and they, okay. One thing about social media is that there's engineers running every single one of those sites and it's their job to take advantage of the human brain which we're aware of, and that's why there's algorithms out there, and that's why teenagers and adults are addicted to social media and addicted to our phones. And we know that, but we don't talk about it. But people go to work every day to develop these apps to get us addicted. And that's not what I want to start my morning falling into. And so whenever we check social media in the morning and we see these pictures and these likes and these comments, we 
dopamine releases in our bodies and it keeps us wanting to return back to that thing and obviously like I have Instagram and I love Instagram I think it's fun but I don't like to check Instagram first thing in the morning because I get that short-term dopamine release and then throughout the day I want to keep coming back and I honestly like can tell a huge difference in the amount I check social media throughout the day when I check social media first thing in the morning versus giving myself like an hour. Because if I give myself an hour where I'm not on social media, I find throughout the day that I don't even want to be on social media that much. Um, and so this, this is really huge. That's one of my biggest parts of my morning routine because I want to start my day in the right mindset. And um, I like, I just like to be focused on myself in the morning instead of just like seeing what other people are up to or what other people did last night, etc. Just put my phone down, check in with myself, see how we're feeling, see what I need that morning. So that's a big one is my phone. Number two is, I'm not the best at this, but getting light in my eyes and that's not light from a phone. So that would either be like sunlight or if I'm up before the sun, that's artificial light. But um, the reason for that is because the photons from the sun and like light energy when that enters our eyes there's a whole chemical scientific explanation for this but basically it improves our mood um whenever we get sunlight in our eyes and that's why whenever people like um talk about seasonal depression or how they're so much happier during the summertime than they are in the wintertime like that is such a real thing because of the amount of time we spend in the sun in the summer versus in the winter and the amount of light that we receive so that is so real and scientific scientifically backed it's crazy um so yeah that's another thing trying to get some sort of light in my eyes um and then from there i just like to take it slow in the mornings i i'm a morning person anyway so waking up early is not a problem for me but i like to give myself a lot of time in the morning so if i have something at like 11 i honestly will wake up at like 7 just to give myself time to just be really slow, to not rush myself. I'll read, I'll talk about this stuff later. I'll read my Bible or I'll read a book or like, I don't know, exercise. And it's all these things in the morning that just set the tone for the day and make me feel so good. So I like to give myself a lot of time to do the things that I need to do and then just do the things that I want to do and not feel super rushed or super stressed. Because then once you're stressed in the morning, you carry that with you throughout the day. So mornings are really big for me. Love, love the morning time. I've become quite the morning person just because of the way that I like structure my mornings um, has really turned me into an early bird. And so I've enjoyed that a lot. Number three, this is kind of the opposite of why I don't get in my phone on my phone in the morning. I love to read my Bible in the morning. And so Basically, for all the opposite reasons of why I don't get in my phone on my phone, my when I read my Bible, um, it sets me in like a really good mindset for the day as opposed to a not so good mindset checking social media. But reading my Bible, I I'm like the first thing in the morning. I'm putting my mind on something something infinitely more important than social media or just like what other people are doing or all of the fake unimportant things that I see on social media versus like reading a book of scripture 
um, that carries like a lot of truths that are really important for my life and um, just a really big part of my personal attitudes and perspectives. So getting in that first thing in the morning helps me to slow down, remember perspective and what's important to me. Um, and then it just helps me like ground myself and remember how insignificant some things are. And I don't want that to sound like, I, I mean that in a good way. Um, but it just reminds me how, it reminds me what's important to me and what's not. Um, and that's a really good way to start out my day because then throughout the day, you know, something bad could happen to me or I'll be in a frustrating situation, but because my mind is in the right place, I'm able to respond to that a lot better as opposed to like being impatient or going off on someone or something. It's all about the morning and the things that you feed your mind make such a big impact. Um, those are all just like really good things for my mind and it helps me set the tone for my day and so I really like to start my day out that way. Number four is working out and there's gonna be a whole episode coming about this pretty soon because to me working out is so much more than just like going to the gym. I love going to the gym but the benefits and the psychology is insane and um, it's really important for me. So working out has literally infinite benefits in so many different areas um and yeah i'm gonna do an episode about this soon because there's so much more to it than just working out but to keep it short for now working out improves brain health manages weight whatever your goals are for your physical body um obviously that's what we work out for so just to name a few and to keep it short for now working out improves well, first and most obvious, I guess, why most people work out is we have goals for our physical bodies that we want to reach or maintain, and obviously working out and eating the right food are, like, the most efficient ways to do that. But um, besides that, working out is so good for our brain health long-term, and this is one of the main things that I do that I think is the most important for longevity, and... Um, I just want my like 80-year-old self to thank my 19-year-old self for the way that I treat my body right now um, and all the long-term benefits that I get from working out right now. Um, that way when I'm older and I'm not able to work out anymore, I still have reaped the benefits from it from working out when I was younger. So um, brain health, obviously weight management, muscle management, reduces, it reduces the risk of like so many different like diseases, illnesses, um, all of that lowers stress, which is also tied to disease and illnesses. Like sleep, it improves our ability to do so many different things, and it's so much more beneficial than just to our physical bodies and muscles, etc. Um, it boosts our energy and our mood, and so working out also releases endorphins during and after exercise, which increases basically the the feelings of well-being um and so it's just fun like it feels like like doing these things is like hacking my body because I know that if I just work out if I just sleep well if I just go outside my body is going to release these chemicals 
that are going to make me feel better. And that, if any, if nothing else, that keeps me going and that keeps me in it. Um, long term, working out increases cognitive function, our immune systems, and it slows the release of cortisol, which is a hormone in our body that is very abundant um, when we are stressed. And so a lot of people with chronic stress have an abundance of cortisol. And so when we work out, that slows down the release of cortisol in our bodies, which lowers stress. This is also like the reason that um, runners experience like a runner's high um, is because whenever we are active, these hormones in our body literally are working and releasing or slowing the release of cortisol and it just genuinely improves our mood. Like this is like scientific stuff. Like I am not making this up. And so I know whenever I just work out, I'm going to feel better afterwards. And you know, like whenever you're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go to go to the gym. And then you make yourself go to the gym and you're like, oh, that felt so good. Yeah. Science. Okay. Yeah. Um, number five is reading slash journaling slash something for my mind. I try to read slash journal every day. And I think I do a pretty good job of that. Um, something about words, man. There's something about reading and writing words. I love to learn. And so reading, obviously, I think is a really good way to do that. And I like to read... I'm more of like a reader as opposed to movies because I like to be like holding a physical book and it keeps me engaged as opposed to like a movie, I get distracted. But um, reading, journaling, doing something for my mind, uh, this is pretty self-explanatory, I won't get super into it and it's also kind of just a personal preference thing, but there's a lot of benefits to this and um, just the way that these things exercise our brains that's really good, both short-term and long-term. Um, I really enjoy reading. Makes me think. Journaling makes me think. Talked about journaling before. I'll talk about journaling again. It's healthy. That's something that I pretty much read and or journal every day. Number six, this is a fun one. Oh, I kind of talked about this already, is getting outside, in parentheses, more. Getting outside more. Um, we we straight up hack our bodies. And so our bodies, our bodies are so smart. We're just these brilliant, intricate little creatures. And so whenever we go outside, we release hormones that make us feel better short-term and long-term. Our bodies are so smart. And it's just so fun knowing that all I have to do is do these little actions that will re release my feel-good hormones and then I'm going to feel good and I'm going to feel happier both long-term long -term and short-term. And so one of the things um, that hacks, in quotations, hormones is going outside. And so, like I mentioned earlier, it's like people have that ongoing joke on the internet. And it's like me when I go outside for five minutes and decide that life actually is worth living and I actually am happy. And like, that's science. And it's so real. That's such a real thing. And like same reason that seasonal depression is a real thing. But sunlight releases dopamine, which a lot of people associate with pleasure, but it's also the hormone of like motivation and drive and pursuit and all of that stuff, which is obviously good things. 
And so sunlight releases dopamine into our bodies. And this is why like a lot of people are significantly more joyful in the summer as opposed to the winter um, is because of the time, uh, the time spent outside. And also when it's cloudy, we are still receiving the sunlight and dopamine is still being released in our bodies because the photons from the sun obviously like shine through the clouds. That's why when the sun is being covered by the clouds, it's not dark outside. Like it's still light outside. So we are still scientifically getting that light in our eyes and in our bodies and our skin. Our little skin cells and our skin organs receive that sunlight. It releases dopamine. It's a hack. It's easy. And um, even like 10 minutes, world of difference. And so I'm, I'm getting better at this too, but like sometimes I'll just step on the patio, you know, just go outside. It's nice for like little, it's nice for homework breaks or study breaks or something like that. And it just, it's literally like magic. We just feel better. It's great. So those are six of my pretty much non-negotiable habits that I have in my routine. I could sit here and say that number seven is lowering caffeine intake, but that would make me a hypocrite. Because at the end of the day, I'm just a girl and I can't do it all. If I could do it all, I would lower my caffeine intake, but I have to choose my battles <laughs> and lowering my caffeine intake right now is not one. But if you think that lowering your caffeine intake is a habit that you could implement and you could do that well, I highly recommend it. If I wanted to do it, I probably could and I know that it's good. And yeah, I don't really know like the full science behind it, but I know it's a it's a it's a good habit to implement. And also like a lot of people who are prone to stress, it's good to lower caffeine intake. And like I said, I simply do not lower my caffeine intake, so I'm not going to sit here and say that you need to do that because I can't do it. Well, I could, but I don't want to. Um, but that's another habit that I'm just going to throw out there, a bonus. Um, but yeah, these are six habits that I implement pretty much every day. I don't work out every single day of the week. I give myself like one to two rest days. But for the most part, everything else I try to do every single day. And it's just a really nice system to know that what I'm doing is going to benefit myself. And so after having, I'd say I've had a solid routine implemented for like three years and it's like changed um, when I feel the need to change it, but following some sort of routine for the past couple years has done wonders for me and just doing things that I know are going to make me feel better and then seeing that it actually works. Um, I don't feel sluggish very often like I said I don't really take naps very often and then um whenever I do these little things that make me feel better and release these good chemicals into my body I just noticed throughout the day I feel a lot more motivated to do things um it's not really hard for me to like go to the gym anymore because like I'm now motivated to do it and I think once we have routines in place for so long and then we see the benefits of them working in our lives it becomes I don't want to say easy because it's not always easy, but it becomes a lot more doable. And yeah, I'm a big proponent of routine. It keeps me organized. It keeps me grounded and um, 
just knowing that I am doing things that are going to take care of myself is, um, it's really good for the mind, it's good for the body, and it helps me, like I said, build that self-trust and know that I can take care of myself and give my body what it needs and what it wants to literally improve the quality of my life. And, um, I'm not, I don't want to, like, throw that around loosely, but I just know the way that I feel implementing all these good things into my life is very abundant. I, I don't want to, like, toot my own horn, but, um, I've just definitely seen the difference that it makes. So, I want to encourage you to find those things. A lot of them um, are going to be the same and then some of them are going to be different. Maybe you don't like to read. I don't know. I would say sub something else that's good for your mind. Maybe you like to do puzzles. Um, so I don't know what the, what your routine would look like for you, but I know there's so many things out there that um, are just so good for our mind and our bodies and implementing them now is good for the present self and it's also good for the future self. So that's pretty much it. That's my routine talk. I'm not exaggerating when I say that routine has changed my life. Like I said, mostly for the better. I do want to stress one more time that we are going to have imperfect days. And I have days now, and I'm also a lot looser with myself now. Like, on the weekend, if I don't get all these things done, like, it's chill. It's fine. But, um... We're all going to have days when we're not as productive as we'd like to be and we don't, all the, we don't do all these things that we would like to do and it's fine. So I don't want anyone to become like a slave to routine, but also know the importance, know the value, and then respect yourself enough to start implementing some things like that into your life. Um, so yeah, there's some food for thought. It's one of the um, closest looks y'all have gotten at my everyday life and I'm glad I got to share some of these little things that aren't so little and that are really important to me. Um, I hope that I encouraged you maybe to implement some new things into your routine or start thinking about what a routine would look like for you. But yeah, I can't stress the importance of this stuff enough. And it might seem little, it might seem small or insignificant, but it really is the little things that are going to produce the short and long-term benefits in our lives. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope this was inspiring in some way and um i appreciate the listens i appreciate the loves hope you have a beautiful day today and i hope to see you back for episode five thank you